Just like that. Welcome, everybody, to the Baseball Dorks. It is the World Series pod, uh, episode 25 or something like that. Um, we're in the middle of watching game one of the World Series right now. It is Atlanta Braves and Houston Astros. And, oh, my goodness, Austin Riley just drove in Ozzy Albies to make it 2 nothing with a double. For Amber Valdez, obviously, um, struggling oh. a little bit. Yeah, go ahead, Jesse. I was going to say, you got like Nick is a full like 50 seconds ahead of me, and you're about 15 <laughs> yeah. seconds ahead of me. So yeah, we got so a we'll... reaction from Nick, <laughs> then you, then me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll rely on Nick for any breaking news here. Um, exactly. So we have it, it uh, gives, Nick. It gives me the uh, freedom to like kind of watch the game, and then if something exciting is going to happen, then I could like tune yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, Nick will carry the responsibility of. Uh, of informing us when something happens here. Um, for those of you uh, that are listening, we have Nick, Jesse, and uh, myself today. No, Ryan. It is He's celebrating his birthday today. Uh, so we gave him the day off. But, guys, yeah. we have a lot to recap. A lot to recap here. We didn't, recap. Um, so, first of all, the championship series came and went. It was the Houston Astros versus the Boston Red Sox, which was, in fact, a rematch of the 2018 mm-hmm. uh, championship series. And then the Dodgers and Braves, which was a rematch of last year's championship series. Um, Astros took the series four games to two and uh, move on to the World Series. And the Braves got revenge from last year. It's weird. It was working out the same way it was last year where the Braves took uh, the first two. Dodgers took game three. Braves took game four. And then last year what happened was the the Dodgers ended up taking the last three to end up moving on to the World Series. This time, Dodgers took game five. But the Braves, uh, something they they didn't have last year, home field advantage, they went home, took care of business, and end up advancing to their first World Series since 1999. Uh, Q Prince. Um, so we got a Braves Astros World Series. Um, before we get into predictions, and before we kind of like you know really get into the World Series, let's just kind of you know do a postmortem of the championship series. Um, let's start with Braves and Astros. It's I'm sorry, uh, Red Sox Astros. It seemed like the Red Sox were just going to steamroll the Astros and, you know, it looked like they were going to sweep the series with how the first two games started off. Offense, home runs galore, multiple grand slams in a game making history with so many home runs. And then the offense went quiet. The Red Sox just could no longer score all the runs that they wanted to. Um, you can either attribute it to the Red Sox offense just absolutely collapsing or the Astros pitching just finally catching fire, you know, tomato, tomato. Um, Nick, what did you see in that series that kind of um, might have like pivoted the momentum? Yeah, I, I think it was a combination of what you said um, with the Red Sox bats going quiet and then the Astros um, pitching just taking over. Uh, we saw, I think it was, it was either game five or game six. Um, for Amber Valdez, the pitcher today uh, in game one, I mean, he pitched eight innings of one run ball, just completely dominated. 
And I, I think that was just the real difference between the Astros and the Red Sox is that the Astros have pitchers who can go that type of length, whereas the Red Sox were struggling to get that from any of their guys. Um, they, they had a few people, uh, Tanner Hook, um, Hook Hauk, um, but uh, then also Nick Pavetta, like they were excellent in long relief, but that's long relief. If you have someone going long relief, that means your starting pitching isn't doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you use those guys, well, you know, they're starters, so they're not being used in their proper, you know, starting role. So you're already kind of falling behind in that regard, whereas the, the Astros had a more traditional setup and they were able to, they had, you know, uh, game three where the, the Red Sox uh, just completely stomped them, mm, uh, yep. like 12 to 12, three. 12 to three. Yeah. Right. So Urquidy went like one inning, but because throughout the rest of the series, the, the Astros just had the, the starting pitchers going their length. They had the, the bullpen pieces who were able to lock down their you know one or two innings for the most yeah. part they were able to right the ship the rest of the series and win three straight games to win it four to two so i think that was the biggest difference and that'll be the key here in the world series i think um can the braves knock out the astros starting pitching early i think that's going to be the key mm, yeah like that i yeah, think yeah, i think so too um uh, i'd say like looking back at the Astros so far in the playoffs against the White Sox and then against the Red Sox, they just looked like the better team in both series. Like they just looked like they were kind of outclassing the, their opponent. And the whole time it's kind of been like a feeling of if someone gets the lead on the Astros, it's not safe, but if the Astros get the lead, then it's game over. That's kind of the feeling that they've had this whole series. And for the most part, I, like I don't think they've really blown any leads yet this postseason, unless I'm blanking on something. But Ooh, um, that's a good point. Yeah. But I yeah, I, so. I, yeah. So I mean, like, game three against the White Sox, but that's about it. Oh yeah, they're true, true, true. <laughs> yeah, how go. could we forget that one? Yeah, caught me. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I think like the pitching has been working for the Astros. It's really going to depend on their pitching continuing uh sucks for them that they don't have McCullers for this series but Framber's been great Luis Garcia's been great um and if some of their more back-end guys like Urquidy can be good um I know the Braves are off to this lead right now but just like I said I don't think it's safe by any means I think the Astros are going to hit Braves pitching just fine and um I, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun series here. I just think that the Astros have been making their opponents look silly most of the time. So. I'd, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love them. Hate them. They're a, they're a good team. Oh my goodness. I thought that was going to be a home run by Duval. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of that is attributed to their playoff history. I mean, yeah. they've been, this is their, that was their fifth straight ALCS. Yep. I mean, they just these yep. players look like they belong in the playoffs, and they play like it. Even even their young guys, their rookies, uh, their second year guys, uh, Alvarez and Kyle Tucker have been my two standout guys. Yep. Um, for them in the postseason, and they just they look like they belong, 
Um, and you, I mean, you, you just didn't see that with the White Sox players because that was their you know, kind of first taste at, you know, something as important as the division series. But, you know, that's just something that comes with experience. Yeah. Yeah. And you brought up Kyle Tucker. It's funny. Um, I, I think I read something on MLB.com uh, that uh, after the wild card series was over. So once we got into the division series, Kyle Tucker was statistically the best hitter left in the postseason. Um, and that was starting the division series, you know, like that, that's just mind blowing. Um, uh, and here he was, you know, in most games batting in the bottom third of the lineup in this Astros order, uh, which is really is a tribute to, uh, like you said, all the postseason experience, all the clutch guys that they have in their lineup that can make teams look silly, which they have, they have. Um, but so far the Braves are making them look a little silly, but the Astros haven't had a chance to bat yet. Um, so yeah, overall in the ALCS, I do feel like the better team won. Uh, the Red Sox, um, I mean, I, I don't want to call it a fluke that they beat the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, but um, it was um, it was a well fought series. I'll just say that. I mean, their their uh, offense, like the Red Sox offense, is no joke. They they they're they were wonderful and they were wonderful all year, but their pitching mm-hmm. just could not. It was it was always the concern all year and. When you face a team that hits as well as the Astros, um, if you're only at even if you're at ninety percent, you're just going to get shellacked. So yeah, they really had to be clicking, and unfortunately, they weren't. Chris Sale especially was not good, <laughs> and they really needed him to be like their ace. So yeah, in Game out. Six, uh, he started off like he started off kind of rocky. Then in that middle stretch, he got really, really, really good. Like, he looked yeah. so confident. In fact, I saw him get the most emotional I've ever seen him get in my life. And uh, he, uh, Chris Sale is usually a pretty stoic person. So it was really unusual to see him get so animated and so energized. But then, of course, um, the Astros uh, took him out of the game uh, a few innings later. Let's pivot to the National League. Um, a rematch of last year's <laughs> championship series, which I got to see game seven of, um, unfortunately. But it seemed like the Dodgers were just out of gas. I mean, think about it. The whole season, they were, while in most seasons, they usually have the division locked up by what, like August or, or July, you know, theoretically. And they usually cruise the last two or three months of the season. This year, they were chasing the Giants the whole time. They were just consistently chasing them. And despite the fact that they played great baseball, they barely made up any ground. In fact, to the point where they had to go and play a wild card game use a bunch of energy there, go to the division series against those giants, take that to a game five. And then, I mean, it just felt like they were just out of gas at this point. And it was really evident when in game six, when, uh, you know, the Dodgers were facing elimination, Max Scherzer was planned. Uh, he was the planned, uh, uh, the probable starter for that game. And he just couldn't go. He just couldn't. I mean, he had pitched so much, not just out of the starting role, but as a reliever as well. So he was just absolutely gassed after putting together another Cy Young-worthy season. So, I mean, you can't blame him. He's another year older as well. So it just seemed like at this point, uh, the Dodgers were just out of gas and the Braves took advantage of that. And the fact that they were able to take Hope Field advantage as well, which is also mind-blowing, that they had Hope Field advantage in the series. Um, and they just absolutely took advantage of it, took care of the Dodgers in six, and here they are in the World Series, currently up 2-0. Uh, thoughts on the NLCS, Jesse? Um. I'll be a little bit guilty of not watching enough of the NLCS. I definitely watch more of the How ALCS, <laughs> but that, no, but like you said, you said most of it from what I did watch. I also watched the game where the, uh, 
Dodgers just took the Braves for a ride and Chris Taylor hit three home runs. And I was like, oh, the the Dodgers got this. But then uh, I guess not. They kind of fell apart again. But the Dodgers just died. Yeah. Like throughout the like, – and it, start, it started in September with uh, Kershaw like going down. And then uh, I guess like it was actually kind of surprising. Like Bellinger was their best player. So like their oh, best yeah. hitter throughout the playoffs. He always he turns it on. So I'm- bad. I've always said he can hit like a buck 50 throughout the whole season, which he pretty much did this year. And then in the playoffs, he just has a mode where he just turns it on him, Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, except for this year. And we'll we'll touch on him in a second. Um, But they just have so many guys in that lineup that just have a postseason switch. They just turn on and they become great. Um, Oh yeah. 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 Dodgers didn't have Kershaw, Bauer, Scherzer got hurt with, or I guess he had a dead arm. They lost yeah. Turner. They lost so many people. And it was just like, Muncie. yeah, Muncie. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah. Like, yeah. And, then, <clears throat> yeah. and it's no, just it was, like, it was, that's not, that wasn't a full strength Dodgers team. They, they pride themselves on their depth and they fought, but the Braves were more complete, even though they don't have Acuna or Soroka, which would honestly make <laughs> wow. this World Series yeah. amazing. But yeah, it is um, what it but is. I, I, yeah. Nick? Uh, I, I once again, I think you hit the nail on the head, Fernando. Um, it just it came down to health. Um, it would have it would have been a completely different series um, had the first two games uh, not ended up the way that they did with two Braves walkoffs. Um, and I mean, when when you're running on fumes like the Dodgers were, to have that happen it's just completely deflating. It's like, man, now we got to bounce back. You know, we get one rest day, but you know, we're, we're tired as hell. Um, we've been, we, we barely squeaked past the giants in the mm-hmm. division series. And now, you know, now we have the tall task of, you know, beating this Braves team that all of a sudden decided to be good. Um, it, it, it's it, it came down to the health. I think they, a lot of their struggles came down to getting runners in when in scoring position and their two best players in doing that uh, were Muncie and Turner, Muncie and, and Justin Turner, which the, you know, the la- the back half of the series, they didn't have Justin Turner and they didn't have Max Muncie the entire postseason. Um so they just, they just didn't have that guy. And when you have to rely on Cody Bellinger, which I, again, kind of crazy I'm saying this considering he was a 2019 MVP, but like when you have to rely on him to drive in your runs, you know you're not in for a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, really good point. Yeah, so I mean, ultimately it just didn't seem like this was the, the, the Dodgers year and then also coming off the fact that they, you know, um, won the World Series last year and, uh, you know, that the, the whole uh, narrative of the World Series hangover, which I've heard is legit, you know, like, it makes sense. You play longer, you play uh, a lot more tense games. And so that, along with the fact that they were literally every single game of the season for them this year was a game that they had to win, it seemed. Uh, so, yeah, it, 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 we... Honestly, in the end, don't blame them that they kind of ran out of gas. I mean, I'm sure any team would have. I'm sure any team might have a lot quicker uh, than the Dodgers did. But, yeah, no team is uh, – is, uh, um, uh, what's I'm looking for? No team can escape. 
not just a lack of depth, but a bunch of injuries, crucial injuries to crucial players, playing a ton of games uh, that that are crucial, and uh, uh, going deep in any playoff series. So I feel like all that caught up to them. Um, so now Honestly, let's go to the World Series. Oh yeah, go ahead, Jesse. I was gonna say it's on it, like the fact that the Braves are now in the World Series is such a testament to their resilience. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of the, like, it helped them a lot to get to this point. The fact that a lot of their opponents got very injured, like the, the Mets in the division didn't really have DeGrom or Syndergaard for <clears throat> most of the year and were very injury riddled. And then, um, I guess the Brewers weren't really hurt, but like the Dodgers were very hobbled when they faced them, uh, and it worked out, but the Braves don't, like I said, they, don't have a they don't have Acuna they don't have Soroka they don't have Ozuna um, they have been able to figure it out which is a testament to the front office as well as I guess the coaching staff like they like they've been able to deal with this injury adversity as well as I've ever seen any team really be able to do usually if player if the team loses their best guys they're screwed but the Braves are honestly kicking butt without a lot of their best players. So the way that they're playing kind of reminds me of, I mean, it's, it's, they won their division, but they won their division with a wild card record. Uh, Yeah. You see a lot of the times, a lot of those, those giants teams that won championships, you know, like 2010, 2012, or I forget what, you know, the years, but um, they they squeaked into the playoffs at the end of the season, but once they're there, just all of their pieces are clicking at the same time. So they might not have been the best team in the regular season, but they made it in, and you know their pit their starting pitching is going five, six, seven every game. Their bullpen is locking it down, and their offense is getting timely hits, and all of that is happening every game and and you know that's just kind of what is happening with them right now um and in a lot of that i, I want to give a shout out to their um to their mid-season pickups their four outfielders because you know it's like oh man you know they're down acuna how are you going to replace acuna well you replace them with four individual <laughs> trades i guess um you know for for uh, Jack Tober, Jack Peterson, um, Jorge Soler, um, Eddie Rosario, um, and and who, who's the last one? Duval, yeah. Well, it's just wow. like I guess you look at those individually, and you're like, okay, you know, Eddie Rosario was kind of a bum. Jorge Soler was having a terrible season. Duval was having a weird season, but you know, like. Uh, sabermetrically not good i guess i guess stat wise he was good um so it's just i mean at the time really strange but yeah but here we are yeah (laughs) that's all that matters (laughs) exactly yeah and uh rosario was the uh nlcs mvp jorge soler got the world series started with a homer um yeah so these guys are making a difference you know uh especially when it matters most all right Let's go through and see which team has the advantage here. I know MLB.com uh, does something like this where they go position by position doing a quick breakdown um, and then seeing who has the advantage. So at catcher, the Astros have Martin Maldonado and the Braves have Travis Darno. 
who do you guys think has the edge there? Um, God, this is tough. They're both not exactly – they're both not good, but I think Maldonado's defense uh, is what gives him the edge here. Yeah, Darno's slightly better hitter, but that's not saying mm-hmm. too much. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't base. I would not base the advantage of this series off of the, this catcher matchup. So I guess it doesn't matter too much. But I guess Maldonado yeah. being really good defensively, um, being a good framer and play caller, everything is worth something. Not to take away from Darno, he's excellent at all of that too. So. This is not the deciding factor to me. <laughs> Definitely not, no. Uh, Nick, do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Cool. First base, we have Freddie Freeman, the reigning NL MVP, versus the reigning batting champion in Yuli Gurriel. Uh, advantage Ryan's, goes Ryan's to favorite the... award. Ryan's champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the Braves have the advantage here. Pretty clear, yeah? Yeah. Definitely. Freddie Freeman's um, the best I mean... first baseman in the league. Yeah. Ooh. There we go. Second base. The Braves have Ozzy Albies and the Astros have Jose Altuve. Oh, man. This is a bit closer than you might think. Um, it is. I love them both. I love yeah. – like, I mean, it's like, okay, the whole cheating scandal aside, like, <laughs> if that didn't exist, Altuve would be, like, the most beloved player in the entire league. So – Definitely, yeah. It's, 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 it's tough, but uh, he's so good. <laughs> he's yeah. so good. Yeah, Altuve is my choice. Nick, you agree? I I can't think of two more similar players. <laughs> um, like you know, small guys who are speedy and also rake, um, and you know, and hit for good average. Uh, I guess I would give Altuve the ed- the edge only because he has the the extensive postseason experience yeah but it's yeah. the slightest of edges yeah yeah like that uh now if i could stop. now if i could if oh. i could as a gm if i could have mm. either of them on my team i would mm. take albies all day because he got absolutely fleeced on a deal so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could, yeah. could get albies at like a fourth of the price yeah and uh he's like uh he's a lot younger too yeah 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 like, well, like five or six years younger Jesse, you traded him in our fantasy league. I know I traded him. I don't remember <laughs> who I got for him. Oh, that, I, that, that's what we need to do. So we, t- we still need to do our fantasy recap. <laughs> yeah, we do need to do a fantasy recap. Yeah. We got to save Ryan, though, because he won the league, that asshole. No, let's do our fantasy yeah. recap right now without Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> us, I, us mean, that, I mean, it'd be kind of hard to do that for me because, like, I pretty much uh, half my trades were with him this year, so I kind of need him here. Um, <laughs> uh, shortstop. The Braves have Dansby Swanson, while the Astros have Carlos Correa. Uh, Astros. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Now the difference is Altuve is extraordinarily lovable. I don't think Correa is a very likable guy, regardless of Definitely the not. regardless yeah. of the cheating scandal. I mean, the yeah. cheating scandal really didn't put a good taste in anyone's mouth about him, but um, especially the way he reacted to it. But I just, I just don't think he's a nice kid on the block. So I, I I hate to deviate, but like, do you guys think we would be our, we wouldn't have that bad taste in our mouth of the Astros still, if they just like, after it happened, they just admitted it that it happened and just, you know, it's like, yeah, we did, but you know, like, you know, obviously we're really sorry about it. It's never going to happen again. We're going to pay our price 
and move on with it. But instead, he just like kept denying it and denying it, and then like sounded like punks too, especially Korea. I think, oh, I think and, yeah, like, like, that's what really made too. it worse. Deny until you die. Yeah. I, just, I think just admit the, fact, it. the fact that they d- denied it so vehemently, even though it was completely obvious. Yeah, uh, it was know, proven. It was is the the way. I, it was the way they denied it too. Like Bregman was just like, oh, you know, kind of like saying, oh no, we didn't do anything, and he has this smirk on his face. It's like, yeah. buddy, like exactly. Get, so, um, no, I, I. I Going back to the matchup, Correa versus Dansby. <laughs> Nothing against Dansby. Correa is the better player, but I don't know. Dan, Dansby is—he's a solid defender. Yeah, he can hold his own. He's going to be yeah. an offensive stud, but they don't need him to be. You know, he just needs to do what he does, and that's all they need. Yeah, yeah. Um, third base, we have Alex Bregman on the Astros and Austin Riley of the Braves. Um, if if this was at the during spring training, I would have said Astros had the advantage without a doubt. But Austin Riley did have the better season and has shown a better track record in the postseason so far. Bregman's been pretty much he's been silent. Um, really, uh, he's still batting third. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I so I, I I'm giving rise. I'm giving the edge to the Braves on this one. Definitely. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Riley, Riley is, he's clicking. He's doing everything right now. Um, Bregman has been kind of silent, but mm-hmm. you know, he, he has Bake Baker has this lineup crafted and, you know, with very little movement, regardless of who's pitching and, you know, Bregman's just slotted in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's you agree. Bre- yeah. I, I'd agree. I don't have much to say. Bre- Bregman is, Slightly better. Um, I loved having Austin Riley on my fantasy team this year. I, I love That's Austin Riley. He's he's great. He's excellent. But um, and honestly, I think he actually had a better regular season than Bregman. I'm not. Oh yeah, he definitely did. Sure on that. Yeah, yeah it, it, it wasn't even close. Yeah. So honestly, and I mean, and Riley's already hit a RBI double. So probably yeah. I, I don't know. It's pretty close. But I'd give the slight yeah, advantage uh, to Bregman if push comes to shove if what if i could pick one of them to be on like a must get a hit at bat i'd probably take bregman Ooh, i i i'd still choose riley uh yeah uh riley this year had a 132 ops plus compared to bregman's 113 so it would yeah it wasn't even close to which one was better this year uh left field let's go to the outfield now left field reigning nlcs MVP Eddie Rosario for the Braves and Michael Brantley for the Astros. Um, we could you you could go one of two two ways with this one, like whichever one's hotter or whichever one has a better track record. Curious what you guys. Yeah, honestly, that one that one's so that one's so close. They're 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 different but similar. I I don't know. I, I that's a hard one to just to figure out. Rosario is probably a little bit better at defense and he's younger and more athletic, but Brantley's just such a reliable and steady bat that mm-hmm. it's hard to overlook him. Yeah. I am. <clears throat> Rosario's red Brantley. hot right now though. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't count him out. Um, but yeah, definitely Brantley's my choice too. Nick, you agree? Mm. No. I'm looking at the postseason stats. Um, Rosario currently has a, 1281 OPS. Brantley has a 696. Um, 
So, during, the regu- during the regular season, Rosario was a 98 OPS plus, so he was a below average hitter slightly. And Michael right, Bradley yeah, was no, a 119 OPS Like plus. I said, Rosario was a bum in the regular season. And Brantley was quite valuable. Yeah. Um, but in the, I mean, we're talking about the postseason. You know, it, 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 this is another one that's hard to choose because of the track record. Um, and I've mentioned it multiple times before, but I think postseason experience is going to come into play here. Um, a big, a big difference I'm looking at between the two is right now. In the postseason, Brantley has 10 strikeouts to no walks. Eddie Rosario has six strikeouts to four walks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to give the edge to Rosario. Nice. Taking the hot guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with him. Let's see if, let's see if he can uh, continue what he's doing. All right. Yeah. So, two to one on that one. We were split there. Um, Center field. Uh, the the Astros have Chas McCormick, while the Braves have Adam Duvall. So neither of them are particularly great. Uh, but I do think Duvall is better than McCormick. So I'm going to give the edge to the Braves on this one. Adam Duvall has no place in center field, but like <laughs> defensively, but there he is. Um, better hitter than Chas McCormick, but at least in terms of power even though he is like a high strikeout low obp guy so uh i'll just i'll just take duvall i think he can damage you more more so than Chaz mccormick can yeah i'm surprised yeah i'm surprised you thought about that so long i feel like this is a clear cut adam duvall even though he's not like i mean he's basically the epitome of home runner strikeout mm-hmm. um but I, I don't know. I, I, Duvall has more, um, what's the, what's the clutch? I, I feel like he could just, yeah, clutch factor maybe. I feel like it, just with the amount of pop he has, he could just like make something happen. You're not, when you least expect it. Like you never, Ch- Chaz McCormick, you don't really expect anything to happen. Um, yeah. At least with Duvall, like, you're like, yeah, he could hit a grand slam in game four just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah probably. Exactly. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. You heard that. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> game yes. four grand slam from Adam Duvall. Uh, I bet you could get really good odds on DraftKings right now for that. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Very good odds. Vegas. No free ads. <laughs> um, right field. All right, this is kind of interesting here. So the Braves are going with either uh, Jock Peterson or Jorge Soler, but the Astros have Kyle Tucker, which, I mean, if we're going off of, you know, the best hitter that's remaining, uh, <laughs> it's Kyle Tucker. No, I, I, in all seriousness, no, I think I, I would give it to the edge to the Astros, though, uh, regardless of, uh, of, um, in, of uh, any of those stats. I just think he's yeah. more consistent. Um yeah, 147 OPS plus. That's ridiculous. That's like, um, you know, all-star level borderline MVP numbers there. Yeah, Kyle Tucker, wow. 100%. Especially in a setting where, like, once you go to the NL, you can't uh, – they're going to be platooning Jock and Solaire. They can't have Solaire in at the DH or anything. So 
the fact that neither of them are going to start and play the entire game, every game like Tucker will, is just a clear indicator of Tucker being the uh, advantage there. Oh yeah. Well, Definitely. you guys chose wrong because John October oh, no. is currently oh, get out of here. in session. Get out of here. You can tell by his hit that just happened. That yeah, well, Tucktober, Tucktober is um, in full swing too. So, well, nobody, um, nobody warned, nobody warned me that Jock was going to be wearing a pearl necklace. That changes everything. He's, he's been wearing that since like uh, mid-September. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder what that's for. He just wanted to change it up. I don't know, but yeah. he's yeah, never doing see, it. Never see a pearl um, necklace. So I, the 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 OPSs are actually fair, fairly close for the postseason. Jack has a nine oh nine, and Kyle Tucker is a nine twelve. I I will give the edge to Kyle Tucker because he just has the better stats. Um, Four home runs and 15 RBIs versus three home runs and nine RBIs. Um, and, and, and I think the Astros just rely on Tucker more, which I, I don't understand why he's batting. Neither do I. Six. So low. Like, yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth. He's, I think he's hit everywhere there. Yeah. Switch him with Bregman. Like, <laughs> I mean, why is well. Bregman batting third? Put Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez should be batting back to back. Well, I guess well, they're both left against the righty. That, yeah. That whole that whole lefty righty. I I think that's a load of junk. Put your best players really? up at the top. I think really. Kyle, Kyle Tucker's Kyle Tucker's splits oh. in the in the regular season. He he had a nine. It was like a nine twenty OPS versus righties and a nine ten OPS versus lefties. Like they were nearly identical, and the same was with Alvarez. So like for both of them, the righty lefty splits don't matter. Interesting. I just I feel like in general dumb. it matters a lot. What? Do you think it it's dumb no matter what, or do you think it's dumb in the instance of the Astros? Like, are you never for doing righty-lefty matchups? I think it has its place, but I also, I I do think it it's overrated. I think it's overconsidered. Okay. Like, yeah, I we talk about it all the time. Closers, like, you know. If if the closer is your best pitcher, they should be put into the most stressful situations. So, you know, if if the only reason you're considering a pitcher coming in relief is because the the batters are lefty or righty, I just think that's a poor reason. Designated hitter. I think this one might be a little, a little obvious, but maybe not. Yeah, uh, Jordan Alvarez close. of the Astros, and then the guy who hit a home run to lead off the World Series for the Braves, Jorge Soler. Uh, they might use Jock Peterson as well interchangeably. But I, I, I think uh, Jordan Alvarez wins the DH battle. Yeah. Um, Alvarez, <laughs> Alvarez, Alvarez is one of the best pure hitters I've seen in a long time. Um, yeah, he's been he's been unbelievable to watch in this postseason, and it's because he's cheating. No, I'm just kidding. I th- I just think he's uh, yeah, I think he's something special, and he will be something special for years to come. So he's just one yeah. of the best DHs. P- 
pure hitters I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about this earlier that like the fact that he started his career so young and he was a DH almost immediately. Uh, I think that'll really help him as far as career longevity goes. I think I compared him to like Nelson Cruz. Um, granted, Nelson Cruz was an outfielder for a lot of his time. Uh, from uh, uh, you know, especially throughout his twenties and early thirties, he was a uh, an outfielder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, don't remind me. Um, remember, I just remember when he was like a minor leaguer, and uh, I had nev- not really heard of him much at all. And everyone, but then out of nowhere, people are like, "Yo, this Jordan Alvarez guy can hit." He was yeah. hitting. He was. He was hitting like three eighty with like twenty five bombs in like a two month period. Yep, <clears throat> yeah, impressive stuff. Hi, Millie, making an appearance. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> M- Millie likes Alvarez too. I think. Clearly, I mean, I who think doesn't? She thinks he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um. So DH goes to the Astros. All right, now the two pitching categories: starting pitching and relief pitching. Now. I think the Lance McCullers Jr. injury really kind of levels the playing field here. Uh, so real quick, the Astros have Framber Valdez, who's um, not having a great outing today, Luis Garcia, and then some combination of Jose Urquidy, Zach Granke for game three, and then a bullpen game, and then, uh, uh, and then run it back. Meanwhile, the Braves have Charlie Morton, who's going tonight. So far, so good. Max Freed. And Ian Anderson. So unlike the Astros, the Astros have two guys that they can really rely on, and then a guy, and then a Granky and Arkady to do like a tandem start. Uh, the Braves have three guys they can rely on, and the Braves also, like you said, they they're missing Soroka from their from their rotation, just like the Astros are missing Lance McCullers. Um, and Verlander, wow. kinda. Yeah, yeah, Trey Verlander. Um, I think the advantage goes to the Braves when it comes to the starting rotation. Yeah, you can I say mean, that. Not, I mean, not not the way that the Astros starters were pitching in, um, outside of. Well, I guess they weren't even doing well at first against the Red Sox. They were. I, I remember they gave up like twenty two runs in like the yeah for, in yeah, like rough. innings one and two <laughs> in like the last series. So, yep. I yep. guess yeah. Uh, but I mean, towards the end of that series, Framber and Luis Garcia were lights out. So mm. I guess. It could depend. It is kind of like a hot hand sort of deal, but yeah, I'd agree. In general, the Braves have a better top three rotation going into this World Series. I don't like how Freed matches up against the Astros, though, because I just feel like him having to face Correa uh, and Altuve and Bregman is just tough. And yeah. then, as you said, Kyle Tucker and Alvarez both hit lefties just fine. So he scares me a little as being like uh, someone who could lose the Braves this World Series. But who knows? Mm. There we go. That was kind of one Nick. of my hot takes. <laughs> I was gonna say very hot. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree. I think that the top three of the Braves is just a little more dependent than the top three of the Astros because you have Freed, Anderson, and Morton. Morton, who is the best game seven pitcher of all time, um, and then yeah, Astros Madison really Bumgarner great. has a word for you. <laughs> has a word with you. <laughs> has a word. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about that. Yeah, the Astro, Astros have Framber. And they also have Luis Garcia, who is a rookie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think rookie of the year. After him, they would have had McCullers, who 
I think if he was available, they that would put him or that would put the Astros on oh, top. Without without a doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. But behind him they have Grinky and Urquidy. Yep. Two good pitchers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're good. But if two pitchers who can pitching, be thing, I think Right. I feel I feel like just general starting pitching, it's gotta go to the Braves. Love that. All right. Time for the bullpen. Um, if we see the bullpen that we saw in that series against the Dodgers, the, the Braves bullpen, then the Astros are in trouble, but I doubt it. Um, so we have, uh, for the Braves, we have Luke Jackson, Jesse Chavez, Tyler Matzik, and then uh, Will Smith. Um, AJ Minter. AJ Minter, yeah. too. Yeah. While the Astros have a combination of Ryan Presley in the back end, um, why can't I think of any other guys? <laughs> uh, Ryan Stanek, he's been really yep. solid. Um, Christian Javier, Kendall Graveman. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Looking at, I'm looking at the list. Oh, you are? Okay, um, good. All right, I'm just going off memory here. <laughs> uh, yeah, how, how can I forget Graveman? Yeah. The, the thing um, that blows me away is how on earth is Jesse Chavez in a playoff bullpen? He looks like Julio Urias aged by like 15 years. Like the dude, how old is this guy? He's, like I said, he's probably like 15 years older than he's Urias. 38 years old. Yeah, yep, 15 years older than Urias. <laughs> or 13, I remember, 13 yeah, or 14 I remember, years older. Yeah, I remember when like the Cubs grabbed him. I'm like, this old bum? Yeah. <laughs> and that was like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But he, um, he, has, he has a zero ERA in the postseason. Well, well, yeah, well. Both, and he started. And he started a game too. Both. Both bullpens have been excellent so far yeah. in the postseason so oh man this is a tough one i think this, I, th- I think this is the hardest one um hmm. it's tough because honestly like the series could come down to who which bullpen performs better but um it's hard because there isn't a clear advantage it's really kind of going to be uh just who who does it when it counts in the next few games well, okay, well, let's look at it this way. Which closer is better, Will Smith or Ryan Presley? Ryan Presley. Okay. Ryan Presley. And Definitely then who would you say is like the next highest leverage guy? Would it be Minter for uh, – or Minter or Matzik, would you say is the next high leverage guy? Matzik. Yeah, sure. so Matzik versus Graveman? I would say Matzik is the best bullpen piece out okay. of either team. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Grave, Graveman right. was unbelievable to start the year, but he didn't. He hasn't been doing as well since being traded to the Astros. He's been yeah. fine though. Like he can be good. He's pretty nasty. But yeah, I'd give the slight advantage to Matzik with how good he's been in the past like two three months. He's been lights out, nasty stuff. Ooh, yeah. I think this is by far the closest one. But yeah, I'll give the advantage to Atlanta slightly. Very, very slightly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'll, yeah. I'll give them the advantage just based on. I th- I just think they have a couple more quality arms. Um, the the thing that'll be tough for them is if they do need guys to step in long relief because really all they have what Drew Smiley. <laughs> Drew Smiley, I, yeah. I, I mean, at that point, do they just like? move up a starter no no uh, unless unless you're down to elimination and i wouldn't yeah i don't know we'll yeah. see yeah. 
I'm like cool. if the if the Braves. I, what I've heard is if the Braves have like a two one or three zero lead in the series going into Game Four, they're probably going to start Smiley, just as someone to eat innings or at least like be a bulk pitcher in a bullpen game. Yeah, pitch, exactly. Like, three three or four innings, just you know, get a a bulk chunk out for someone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But the Astros right, have the I think the Astros have more options when it comes to like long relief pitchers. Like, oh definitely. Ur- oh yeah. so many more Ur- options. Yeah. yeah. Ur- Urquidy, Christian <laughs> Javier, um even Graveman, like if they if want. You, Gra- yeah, Granky. Yeah. Like if you need someone to go through the entire lineup one time, the Astros just have options on options, whereas the uh Braves are a little more set in their starter and reliever roles. Yeah. Yeah. And with the way Framber's pitching so far, 49 pitches, and he just started the third inning. Yeah. They, they might need to dig into that depth a little earlier than they anticipated. Um, so I've been keeping tabs of, uh, uh, you know, whoever we think is, is best by position. Uh, m- uh, whoever had the majority got that, that vote. And it looks like the Astros, we see um, as a whole, we agreed that they lead with, uh, they have the advantage on catcher. Second base, shortstop, left field, right field, and DH, while the Braves have the advantage at first base, third base, center field, and then starting in relief pitching. So in the end, that tallies to the Astros have the advantage on six positions, while the Braves have the advantage on five. Can't get much closer than that. But you could also argue that having both the advantage in starting and relief pitchers might count slightly more than position player just because that's – multiple and you could players. also make the true 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 and you could also make the advantage that like uh on, on some positions uh the it's so out of balance that it it really gives a significant advantage to the other one like maybe on i don't know yeah um, like I we're mean, like catchers love you dansby but I, Correa, yeah catcher's kind of a coin flip Correa's way better than swanson um let's see uh they're close they're close too actually there's a lot of close ones here tucker's um, a clear advantage yeah, yeah, Tucker's a clear advantage. You can maybe argue Brantley's like, nah, maybe not Brent, over Rosario. Ball's kind of a clear advantage. Eh, not, yep, not, a yep. huge, not a huge advantage, but he is definitely yeah. an advantage. So bottom but, line, yeah. like the, 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 the whole thing I wanted to get out of this is that this series, as most people are probably think this is going to be an absolute, like maybe like a five-game series uh, with the Astros winning it all, um, it's a lot closer than most people think. It really is. Once we and, and here he is. we is, we broke it down every position, and it's a lot closer than people think. So, any more comments before we move to our predictions? I will say, um, I will say, Eddie Rosario just got a hit, and I selected him over Brantley. <laughs> so, there you go, justified okay, well, right there. I'll I'll get to see this hit in about thirty seconds. Yeah, Second. I was gonna say. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, let's do it. Predictions. Here we go. Who wants to start? Um, I will. We can we start with Ryan's prediction. <laughs> yeah. he, he said he said Astros in six. What did you ask him? Yeah, he said in the chat. Oh, nice. Astros in yeah. six. Okay, cool. Astros cool, cool. in six. Cool. Which I feel, I feel I like can... that, that is the, uh, that does seem to be like the popular pick. A lot of, uh, like writers that I li- read and listen to and podcast and stuff, they they also say Astros and six. That seems to be like the popular analytical pick. Yeah, 
it's a it's a safe pick, really. Because, yeah. I mean, there's no denying that the Astros are still the better team, um, at least on paper. <laughs> uh, but the Braves have some fight in them. And, uh, I mean, taking it to a Game 7 might be a little bit too much of an outlier of a pick. But So, Game 6, yeah, Astros and 6 is a pretty safe pick. But that's, that's not going to be my pick. Um, Jesse, was that your pick, though? <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, like, okay, it's making, it, it, like, the way this first game is going is having me doubt myself. But, um, oh. I'm guessing something good for the Braves just happened. Prob- oh, so Adam prob- Duvall's at the plate. Probably a dinger. Adam Duvall, <laughs> Adam Duvall's at the plate. The One ball, no strike. Yeah, this, I feel uh, like this is about yeah. to go out of the stadium. But, Let's um, see what we okay. got. Let's see what well, we got. I'll give my prediction. <laughs> Let me see. Jesse, I'll wait. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till you yeah. watch it. I'll wait till Goodbye. you watch it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have to. I have to. Unfortunately, stick to my uh, prediction that I had before any of this happened. Um, and I could. It looks like I'll be heading in the wrong direction. But I, my prediction was Astros in five. I thought. Oh. I, I, I think I, my wow. guess was the Astros were gonna romp the Braves in the World Series. But Be confident, Jesse. That could absolutely happen. It, it could still happen, happen, yeah. It's not, it definitely yeah, still I mean, happen. Yeah. It's, a, it's a long series, so my, my, my pre my pre uh, Braves kicking ass in game one prediction was Astros in five, so I'll stick to that. And you know what? I'm going to be a man of my word, too, because that's what exactly what I had as well. I, I, I In fact, I bet on it. I said Astros in five. And I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, they're 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 making us look like fools right now, the Braves. But that's that's fine. It's a long series. It's only the third inning. And I want the Braves to win. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, for sure. My 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 heart. My heart. Yeah. yeah, My heart is with the Braves. I will be happy. I'm very happy that I didn't put a single dime into this World Series, and I will continue to not do that. But um, yeah, my. My prediction that I gave myself was Astros in five. Love that. Nick, what was yours? Clearly, neither <laughs> of you like fun. No game sevens here? Guys, game five, five games. That's Why too would little, it, too little. No, you don't predict what you want to happen. That's not how it works. That's how you lose money. That's how you. Yeah, Nick. That's how, you're, that's how you uh, make I, I bad should, predictions. I should, I should definitely know that. Um, but I am a man of fun. And you know what's fun? What is fun, Nick? Braves in seven. Let's go. I hope that happens. That would, that would be awesome. And because I think it's going to be a walk-off. Oh, oh that'd be wow. I think that, it's going to be a walk-off. That'll be really uh, cool to see. I wonder how they'll do that on the road in Houston. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be so cool. I don't know. That, that was exactly it'll be, it'll like, be like me. The, it'll be in like the twenty second <laughs> inning, and they'll just be have a gentleman to, gentleman's agreement. Like you know what, sudden death <laughs> for score wins. That that was that right there. That's exactly like the time that Jesse. I think you were a part of this. I wanted we were we were both dating girls at the time, and I was like, guys, let's go watch the sunset. And oh we, yeah. We and we live in Chicago, 
<laughs> so we get to the, we get to the beach, and I'm like, "Oh shit, the sun is the other direction." <laughs> I remember that. I forgot about that. Oh, that was so cool. okay. Well, clown show. Um, oh, crap. Um, I still think Braves in seven. I want to go Braves in yeah. seven. Just cut I out mean, the it, walk off part. Man, I mean, it could yeah. be like yeah. You know, you know what they they. Adam, your prediction of Adam Duvall hitting a grand slam in game four, just move that to the ninth inning of game seven. Ooh. And that could be equivalent to a walk-off. They just got to close it, close it out. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Jeez, that, that, that's why if, if the Braves want to win this at home, they're going to have to, they're going to have to win. The, the, the script is going to have to be flipped according to you and I, Jesse. It's going to have to be Braves in five, which that'd Ooh, be. Yeah. I don't see that happening. No. I, I like that I again. Any team they're they're on a five. mission. They're on a mission right now. Clearly, again, the whole, like they the want whole, to win this at home. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and the and again, the whole the whole reason why I think that the Astros will win is because this entire series, like the entire playoffs so far, as well as in this series, I feel like when if the Astros are behind. They can come back. If they get off to the lead, it's game over. And, and same kind of goes with the series. Like if they fall down, uh, if, the, if they're down one nothing in the series to the Braves, they could come back in this series. Whereas like if they win this game one somehow, it's going to be, especially now, if they come back and win this game, it's going to be so deflating for the Braves. And I just – have such a hard time seeing them come back but i said the braves have been extremely resilient all year so if any team could do it it's probably them yeah and uh, we were just talking about that astros depth so they're they're already at yimmy garcia right now and then uh they have jay coderizzi warming up so one of those longer longer right. inning guys that we we're talking about um and it's yes yeah, it's, it's the <laughs> third inning third inning they're already on their their third pitcher's already warming up that's just mind-boggling um yeah i mean either way it, i i mean <laughs> i if i had to re rethink my pick now i think i might say um astros and six but i'm gonna stick with my <laughs> astros and five because who knows um but yeah this either way this looks like it's gonna be a really fun series um any last thoughts before we sign off everything that i wanted to happen all (laughs) postseason hasn't happened it's actually been like the polar opposite um so that would mean that the that the astros win like pretty quickly that would mean my prediction of astros and five would actually be right but um my my hopes and dreams were very low going into this world series but just watching this game so far is reminding me of how exciting World Series baseball is. So I'm here for it. Nothing like it. Nothing. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, Jesse. My predictions, um, I guessed every single series, wild card and division series wrong. Um, so... <sighs> I, I, this, this is why I don't bet on sports. Um, so well, yeah, Nick, do, again, take my, take my Braves in seven prediction with the grain of salt. There you go. Well, Nick, I, I've, I've realized your problem. You bet with, you bet with your heart. Your predictions are what you want to happen. 
Yes. <laughs> I, and just, that's, I need, that's to, where, I need that's to bet where, the opposite of what I want to happen. That's where the betting man dies when you bet with your heart. That's I learned that the hard way with the uh, Bears Buccaneers game this weekend. That was oh no. Was oh, a wait a minute. What did you bet? Did, what did you bet that the Bears would win? No, no, no. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I, like I'm no. I I I put them. I put them in a six point tease that they would cover eighteen and a half. All they needed to do was <laughs> lose by eighteen or less, and I was like. I was like, yeah. the, the Bears are like frisky. <laughs> like their defense is pretty good. They'll probably lose by like two touchdowns. Like they're clearly not going to win. But I was like, they won't lose by. They won't get blown the fuck out, and they did. But oh, what's what's your what's do? Oh, someone's about to hit a home run here. Mm-hmm. Jo- October is about to happen. And it's no, close. It's uh, close. Damn. Um, looked looked like it off the bat. Um, but honestly, even if the Astros do win this world, I mean, obviously, I think we all, obviously we all want the Braves to win, but even if the Astros win, um, I think it'll be easier to digest this time. You know, we're four years removed from the scandal. Um, there's some new faces here. Dusty Baker, you know, been a long time manager and has never won a world series before. So if they win, I guess I'll be happy for him. Um, it is a shame. This, the stink of the Astros like overshadows the fact that like I love Dusty. He gave me such yeah. excellent, fun years with the Cubs. Like, yeah. I, and I want, I want. There's few things. There's few people on earth that I'd like to see hold a World Series ring more than Dusty Baker. But it, it's just like ah. But I just don't want it to be the Astros. It's gross. Yeah. Cheaters. Yeah, exactly. And if and if they did apologize, if they were like, sorry, we. It was a wrongdoing, blah, blah, blah. This would be their redemption tour, and I wouldn't necessarily be against it. I'd be like, if they could win this, I'd be like, wow, what a dominant franchise. It's just, ah, it's tough. But regardless, I think they'll still pull out this series somehow. Still a lot of baseball to go. Lots of baseball to go, and we're here for it. And we'll be here to recap it when it's all over and get it into the offseason, which may be the forever, never-ending offseason. Um, so enjoy baseball while we have it guys because we might not have it for the rest of our lives this might be it oh we'll we'll figure it out (laughs) we're going to have baseball again All right. Yeah. positive thoughts for Nick, Jesse, and Ryan celebrating with some cake somewhere I'm Fernando happy birthday Ryan and let's go Braves in our days because I found God yeah